Okay, so I've got Katie Garrett with Katie Garrett Wise Wellness here, and uh, I've worked with Katie in multiple capacities over the last, I think, five or six years. Yeah. Uh, so uh, mainly what I wanted to do is put somebody before you whose practice uh, is, is different from what I do, but complements what I do very well. Uh, so I'm going to let Katie tell you about her business, which is Katie Garrett Wise Wellness, and she'll let us know a little bit about what she does, and then we'll go into some questions. So take it away. All right. So I have a functional medicine and nutrition practice. So you might not know what functional medicine is, but basically what I'm trying to do is get to the root causes of people's health issues. And so I see people with a lot of chronic symptoms or weight loss resistance where they've been trying to work on correcting something with their health and they just haven't really been able to make any headway. And they're not sure why. So they're wanting to understand what makes my body work? Why is it not working? So that way my body can just naturally be at the level of health that it needs to be rather than you know constantly trying to manage symptoms or use medications or be on diets or things like that. So um, I get to uh, work with people for um, you know three to months, so about a year sometimes, and really get to get to the bottom of their mental, emotional, and physical obstacles that are holding their health back, so that they can go from surviving to thriving and have the highest quality of life that they can. So I'm the most rewarding job in the world. <laughs> Very good. Um, well, and I'm going to have you tell us a little bit more about functional medicine in a little bit about what it is. Um, but first let's talk a little bit more about where you grew up, what you, what led you to do what you're doing now. Yeah. So I am from Detroit, Michigan. I'm not a Texas native. Um, and I have, um, when I was growing up, my mother had a lot of health symptoms that nobody could figure out. So she would see doctors all the time and they would just tell her that labs look normal. She's probably just depressed or, well, you know, you're a mom of five kids and you're working. What can you expect? And they kind of just wrote off what she was feeling. Um, so she kept going to different doctors and getting all kinds of evaluations. And eventually we found out that she had fibromyalgia. So it's kind of on the autoimmune spectrum and it's just a condition of full body pain, like all the time mixed with usually some mood, um, like depression and some gut issues and trouble sleeping. So it has like this typical presentation. And so she was just really not well. And so growing up, I'm a middle child of five. And so I'm the one that keeps everybody together. And so I was like, well, with her being sick, we're our family struggling. We kind of grew up low income. And so I was like, I'm going to fix this. And so I started doing a bunch of research and she would buy uh, like medical encyclopedias and health digests and magazines. And I would just absorb that as much as I could to, to learn what I needed to, to help her fix her health. Um, and then come to find out that my sister got autoimmunity and then I discovered I had autoimmune disease. And so it became even more personal of like, well, now I need to fix my own body. And so I've always been really interested in health and studying it myself. But then I decided to take the leap to actually learning functional medicine and becoming a nutritionist when I was trying to treat my own Hashimoto's. And after several years of working with an endocrinologist, I finally got to where my labs looked normal and I was on the right thyroid medication dose. And the doctor was like, okay, you're done. You're, you're all set. And I was like, I have all these symptoms and I have pain and trouble sleeping and fatigue and all this stuff. And she was like, well, I treat disease. Your disease is now treated. So you'll have to go somewhere else if you're trying to just look for health. 
And I was like, it was just a light bulb moment where I was like, well, who do you go to? Like, who is that person? And so I decided I'm going to become that person. That's what I want to do with my life. Even at that time, it wasn't really a career option. Like, um, about six years ago. And so I was like, I'll, I'll try to make it one. Um, so I went back to school and got my degree in functional medicine and nutrition um, and have been able to help my own body, help my mom. She's reversed a lot of her issues. Um, and then I've been able to help hundreds of other patients to reverse chronic health conditions or just optimize their current health. Good. Yeah. I, re- I think I remember you going through that process of the yeah. frustration. <laughs> right. Cause I was, you know, working in physical therapy and yeah. talking to everyone about nutrition. And then eventually, you know, the owners are like, can't really do that. <laughs> like yes. this is physical therapy. Nutrition is different. You kind of have to choose one or the other. And I was like, I'm choosing the other then. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and, and we, you and I have talked about it, right. But it, it shouldn't be that way. I mean, it, I know. And so, and which is why, for those watching, which is why I wanted to interview Katie, because she offers something that um, is very essential to uh, a lot of the patients that I see. Um, it's, a, it's a component that needs to be addressed often, right, um, to, for complete healing or as complete healing as possible. Exactly. So I injured my foot and it turned into a, a one-year process of boots and casts and uh, nerve dysfunction and my body tried to forget I even had a foot. Um, and Jason was my therapist through that. So he helped to walk me through all of that. And, you know, I still to this day, of course, have arthritis and I only have 60 degree instead of 90 degree flexion. And the, um, the orthopedic surgeon the, for the um, in Plano for the Dallas Stars, so pretty, you know, famous, like it drove all the way across the Metroplex to talk with him. And he told me like, you know, your, your foot's never going to be the same. You're never going to be able to do planks or lunges or you know, really jog very much, like it's, it's got arthritis, you know, he x-rayed it and he's like, that joint's just kind of a, a bad joint now. We could do surgery, but there's only a 50% chance that will help. So I, you know, in my head, I was like, well, that doesn't sound like a good diagnosis. Um, and I still had a lot of pain for like a year or two afterwards. But then what I have learned is that if I eat foods that I'm sensitive to or I eat higher sugar, then after my run, my foot is aching for like a day or two. Um, and like, I can't really do anything and I can't even wear, you know, I can't wear heels. I, you know, I can't like do much with my foot during like, let's just say the month of December, <laughs> you know, when there's a uh, treats everywhere and alcohol and all of that, like my foot's angry with me. But when I am on my routine and, and doing healthy, I can do jump lunges. I can jog for three or four miles. I have, I don't have pain. I do my little physical therapy maintenance routine that uh, Jason has taught me. Um, but yeah, I'm able to have full, you know, use of that foot and full function of it because of keeping my inflammation down. So it's that combination of, I have the physical therapies that I'm doing after I work out to keep that foot, you know, physically healthy. Then I also have the, the stuff I'm doing internally in my body to make sure that my body is not overreacting to the challenge that I present to that past injury. Yeah, no, that's, that's good. And I'm going to, let that lead us into one of the other questions and we'll come back and talk, talk about some other stuff. But, um, you brought it up that the way that you eat can affect what you feel. So how, how can food, how can nutrition, how can that affect pain negatively and positively? 
Yeah, good question. There's so many ways I'm not going to be able to go through all of them today. And there's things other than nutrition that affects it too. Um, but just from the nutrition perspective, um, you know, if we kind of go to the main building blocks of nutrition, you've got fats, carbs, and proteins. And so all of those can affect our pain. Your fats that you eat, if you eat fats that are fried or that are cooked at high temperatures and that are from like, you know, chips and things like that, those fats can increase pain because they are damaged fats. And when we consume them, they damage our own tissues and that makes the immune system go after your own tissue. And that's what we then interpret as pain. And then they can also be building blocks for pain. So certain types of omega-6 fats can actually be a building block for your pain. And when you take ibuprofen, you're blocking that process. They're actually blocking certain omega-6 fats from turning into compounds that cause pain. And that's one of the ways ibuprofen works. So you could do that naturally by not having as many of those fats to convert over. And then on a positive note, omega-3s can decrease the inflammation, which will decrease the pain. So omega-3s don't block inflammation like a lot of medications do. We need inflammation in order to heal. So every time Jason works with you and you've got a little bit of soreness from it, that's part of the healing process. But in the body's own natural wisdom, omega-3 will make sure that that process calms down when it needs to, and it doesn't perpetuate, so that way you can heal faster. And then from proteins, proteins are the building blocks for your immune system. So without enough protein, your immune system won't be as strong, so you can't recover and repair post-injury or post-therapy session, um, or if you try to challenge your body with workouts. And then from carbohydrates, if you eat more sugar, that will also suppress the immune system. So that will make it harder to heal. Um, and if you're eating more carbohydrates that can convert to sugars, so that's like processed flours um, or high glycemic uh, foods like white potatoes, that can kind of suppress the immune system more. And so that, that's kind of like the overall on the nutrition component, but just like even from how, you know, the foods that we eat, regardless of the balance or the quality, sometimes we can be sensitive or allergic to foods. And so when we eat them, that's going to create an inflammatory response. And then now we might be hurting more. Um, and then there's looking at vitamins and minerals, but I won't get into all of that. Um, so that's from like your diet, but then there's also herbs and there's ways to naturally calm that inflammation process. So if you're still working through changing your diet, but you like need something to help you now, um, there's a lot of herbs that are great alternatives to medications. Most medications have side effects, whereas using natural substances has side benefits. So for example, curcumin. Studies have shown that two grams of curcumin is equal to one gram of acetaminophen in terms of the pain reduction. And that people taking curcumin over the course of eight months have a 50% reduction in their pain and sickness and a more than 50% improvement in their ability to engage in activities. So, and the cool thing with curcumin is like, it's not just an anti-inflammatory, it's an antioxidant and improves liver health, it increases bile. So it's like all these other things, you know, just to make your body healthy as a little, little icing on the cake. So that's why I love using natural substances to help people to deal with their inflammation so that their pain can go down and their mobility and range of motion and all of that increases. Nice. And you said two grams of curcumin is equal to what? One gram of acetaminophen. Wow. 
Um, and so for those that don't know curcumin, where, where is curcumin found or where can they get curcumin? So that comes from turmeric, which is root. Um, and so, you know, you can drink like turmeric tea lattes are kind of a more trendy thing right now, um, but you can also get it as a supplement. So there's definitely some quality things to be, you know, to consider with supplementation. Um, and if you want to know for sure you're doing the right thing, you can always feel free to use the contact form on my website and just send me a little message um, and say, hey, I was looking at this or I want to look into this. And I have like an online uh, catalog so I can send you exactly the products that I recommend. And then you can you know, see what the quality is and what form and things like that. Awesome. And we'll make sure we give them your website and how to get in touch with you um, at the end of that. Um, so perfect. So let's go back since we kind of got into the, the clinical side already, but let's talk about more about functional medicine. So you, you mentioned that you are, you know, you practice functional medicine, you're a functional medicine practitioner. Um, can you go more into depth about what that is? How does that differ from say a conventional approach or what everybody kind of thinks of as uh, the practice of medicine? Yes. So, you know, Jason, you're a functional, you know, physical therapist, right? right? And so you're always trying to get to the root causes of someone's pain. So, you know, sometimes you have a patient come into you and they're like, I've got, you know, pain in my shoulder and you're discovering, well, it's actually coming from your hip, you know? <laughs> and that's like one of the fun things about working with you. And so I'm exactly the same way. It just applies to um, everything lifestyle based rather than things that are musculoskeletal. So it's that same um, perspective. So functional medicine combines conventional medicine with holistic. So it's conventional in that it is evidence-based. So recommendations come from the scientific literature. Um, and then it also is holistic in realizing that mind, body, and soul play a part and everything in the body is connected. So they all, you know, so everything's a domino effect. They all play together. And so when you bring these together, you've got functional medicine. So functional medicine is going to look at each patient individually, their story, what they've been exposed to. We're looking at how your whole body is functioning and working together rather than what disease do you have or treating your labs. We're treating you as a person. So everything is customized and personalized to the individual. We also focus on health as a positive vitality rather than absence of disease. So it's not just about, can we get you into the right lab ranges or can we uh, you know, get you off of medication? It's how can we get you to living the quality of life that you desire? And so it doesn't, it's okay if your labs fall into a certain range, it still might show some dysfunction when we look at you as a whole person. And so we're trying to get the body functioning as best as it can um, and doing that using you know, science-backed and clinically proven ways. So Very good. Um, so one of the other things I wanted to ask you to follow up on some of the other stuff you were talking about when you were talking about food sensitivities, is that something that you would test for? Or is that something that they would need to see a different type of practitioner for and then come back to you? Good question. So I do a lot of testing. So I do like typical testing, conventional labs, and then I also do functional testing. Um, so I can test every part of your body, your blood, your saliva, your stool, your urine, and got it covered. <laughs> and so that helps me to get more clues and know what's going on with your body. Um, but when it comes to food sensitivities, I actually prefer um, doing an elimination diet. 
And I do have a blog post about this. Um, I also have a blog post about how your childhood influences your pain. So if you are someone who has struggled with chronic pain, it'd be good to go look for that blog post on my website. Um, but there's one about should we food sensitivity tests for, uh, for people. Um, when we do that, we're measuring like one or two ways that the immune system reacts to a food. Whereas we could have like 20 ways that we can react to a food. So the testing can help to just show a little bit more of what you might be reacting to, but it doesn't tell you what is okay and safe for your body because there's just no way to test for all the different ways that we react. So the gold standard is definitely doing an elimination diet. How restrictive that elimination diet is, I will tailor that to the kinds of symptoms that someone is coming in with. So I like to make things as easy and doable and minimalist as possible. That's how I want to do it. That's what I want for my patient. Um, so I try to remove the least amount of things that I can. And then if you have more uh, stuff going on with you, you've got a lot more inflammation, then I'll know you're probably going to be reacting to more foods and I only increase the restriction if needed you know, to get you feeling as good as possible as soon as possible. So, but for people who have already been on elimination diets, um, or they are, um, they kind of struggle with being motivated to do that, then I will do food sensitivity testing. So it definitely can give us some good insights. It's not perfect. Um, and research, you know, trends towards when you remove those foods, you get a lot better results in your symptoms, but it's not like a, a perfect test. It's not going to tell you like, yeah, you're definitely reacting to this food or you're definitely not. It does require some trial and error skill and um, some interpretation. So there's a lot of testing that you can get, like you can order yourself online. Um, and that's just my little word of caution to you is that it might not be the end all be all for knowing, you know, exactly what your diet needs to be. Yeah. And that's interesting. You mentioned the uh, childhood traumas. I've seen a lot of research on that in the last few years and books coming out about how childhood traumas affect chronic pain uh, later yeah. on in life. So it's really, really interesting. It just shows how much we are integrated and how many things affect what we sometimes think is just physical pain. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Are you prepared to have your mind blown? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So there's a the study called Adverse Childhood Experiences, and they did like 17,000 patients for that. So this is really good research results. And they asked a 10-point questionnaire of, you know, did you have these negative experiences or traumatic experiences in your childhood? For people who scored or answered yes to six out of 10 or more, they died on average 20 years earlier. 20 years. 20 years. Like, the results that come from the adverse childhood experiences in terms of that increasing your risk of chronic pain, chronic uh, depression, insomnia, autoimmune disease, um, obesity, cardiovascular disease, the research on that for how strong those childhood experiences impacts your uh, risk of having these conditions is like way stronger than smoking, stronger than being sedentary. So we're looking at usually like 20 to 30% increases in your risk for these conditions, you know, with smoking or with uh, not being active or unhealthy diets. When we look at childhood experiences, it's oftentimes 100% increases in your risk. Yeah. So if you're stressed out and you know, that's the other, the non-nutrition components. 
If you are stressed out, you're going to have more pain. Um, so some studies have shown that if you um, have increased physiological stress, you're going to have greater pain than if you are working at a computer all day or you have a, you've been in a past car accident. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. And that applies to, um, to your sleep as well. So sleep is a physical stressor. So you've got you know, mental, emotional stress, um, which can you know, increase your pain threshold. So it's that you start to feel pain before you really should, um, and you're more sensitive, so it's harder to repair your body. But then with the sleep, that applies to, as well. So studies have shown that just after three nights of um, being woken up during sleep by the researchers, patients had a 24% decrease in their pain threshold. So that means they are feeling pain um, like a quarter faster and earlier than they really should after just three nights of horse sleep. So, you know, whether it's mental stress, emotional stress, or physical stress, that's all going to make you feel more pain and then not be able to overcome it. You know, it's going to make it last longer. Yeah. I feel like there's probably way more that we could talk about, about a lot of that. Um, there's a book, you might've read it. There's a book about sleep called Why We Sleep. I can't think of the author's name, but um, I feel like some of those statistics about, you know, missing three days of sleep or not getting enough sleep by one hour each night or something like that. Like it was, it was crazy how much that related to uh, pain or, or less mental function or whatever the case. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I want to make sure I respect your time. Um, I've got at least one or two other questions I want to get us to. So, okay. um, but before I go to the last uh, question that you and I had talked about, is there any other services that you provide that you wanted to highlight or talk about? Yeah, so I see patients one-on-one. -on -one. I can do that virtually or in person. Um, and then I also have another nutritionist. She has the same degree that I have, um, and she's in the process of getting her, her certification, her CNS. Um, so she is helping me with following up with patients. Um, so it's a nice way to have more availability and to pay a lower rate and still get a high quality amount of um, support and accountability to start implementing lifestyle changes. Um, so I've got a little bit of a team and then I also have an online program. So it's a 30 day transformation. It's called From Survive to Thrive. Um, so it's a nice uh, kickstart basically. So it goes through nutrition, uh, movement, stress recovery and sleep. And I'm right there on video coaching you through it a couple times a week. Um, so you're getting, you know, emails and coaching and there's worksheets. It's very interactive. Um, so I designed that so that people who either don't have the time or the finances to work with me could still get these improvements in their health. Um, so, you know, I've just, I've worked so many people and to hear them afterwards, like, I just wish I had met you 10 years ago. You know, my life could look so different. And it just really fuels me to be like, okay, how can I reach more of you guys? So I have uh, expanded my team and created the online program so I could do that. Um, and then when you go on my website, there's all free, tons of free resources there. So there's, you know, products that I love. There's blog posts to educate yourself. I have a newsletter. I have a podcast. So lots of ways that you can start working on improving your health. Nice. That's good. No, I didn't know you had done that. I've got some patients I can think of right off the bat that, I've talked to them about seeing uh, you or somebody like you and, and the financial thing came up and so that's a, that's good to know that that's out there. Um, are there specific aspects of health or specific conditions that you 
prefer to focus on or that you're more passionate about? Yeah, um, so the main ones that I would see in most of my practice is going to be fatigue, gut issues, autoimmunity, and weight loss resistance. Um, so say those are kind of like threads through a lot of the patients that I see. Um, but a lot of people um, don't really know that they have an autoimmune condition or, or don't even know. Sometimes I end up finding prediabetes or diabetes um, because they just haven't had the right testing um, or they um, haven't seen doctors who are really wanting to do any testing. Um, or look into what they're experiencing. So I would say the majority of my patients are people who are like, I just don't feel right. I've got weird symptoms and I don't fit into anyone's box and I just need help for getting my body back on track. Um, so that's, if that's you, then you're, we're a good fit. Um, if you've tried a lot of things and they haven't worked, you're not getting results and you're ready for like the last thing you want to do, um, something that's going to take a little while, but it's going to be sustainable for the rest of your life. Um, that's who I work with. But yeah, I do a lot with helping people improve energy, settle the gut, get to your optimal weight, um, and be able to either reverse or get off medication for autoimmunity or blood sugar. Very good. Um, and then the last question that I wanted to ask you was, as far as your business goes and, and what you do, what is your vision for what you do and where you want it to go or what you want it to become? Yeah, so I am just really passionate about inspiring a hope in people again that they can have a greater quality of life than they ever imagined. Um, I've seen so many people be able to do that. So my vision is to be able to to reach more people in a fashion like this. You know, to be able to um, you know speak more and to create more online resources so that more people can get that help because. I think a lot of providers kind of get stuck in the nitty gritty um, of, you know, we're just trying to, to treat a symptom or something like that and, and or a symptom or a lab. And what I'm passionate about is transformation, you know, like all around transformation. So like come and finally find freedom from all of the different aspects that you've been exposed to from your childhood stress to your current day stresses, to your food sensitivities, to gut infections, you know, all of those different aspects to be able to work through those so that your body can function to the highest degree that it can. So you can really feel like your, your body has resiliency. Um, Cause I see a lot of patients who are on, you know, 15 supplements and who are always managing their energy and, you know, they're taking the supplement to increase their energy and taking this supplement to have normal, you know, bowel movements. And um, it's like, I want to help get everyone to get to those root causes um, so that we don't have to, we can just give the body what it needs from supplements and we're not managing symptoms with it. Um, so I definitely see in the future uh, more programs and more speaking so that I can help people to be working on the mindset components and, you know, transforming their story into one that leads to thriving um, versus managing and making it through. Very good. So where can people find out more about you? What is your website? So my website is my name. So it's katiegarrett.com. Um, and it's K-A-T-I-E-G-A-R-R-O-T-T. -T. That one throws people off. <laughs> um, and that's where you can find you know, access to both contacting me as well as all of the ways that I interact with people, Facebook, Instagram, podcasts, blogs, um, so, and I love to hear feedback. So if you have questions or you want me to 
write a blog or, or do a podcast on a certain topic. I love hearing that. Very good. Uh, and is there anything else that you want people to know before we finish up? I want you to know that if you're working with Jason, you're in great hands. <laughs> you. You're welcome. And he's going to help get to the root causes. Um, and that I'm just, uh, you know, honored to be able to partner with you because I think that you're also transforming the physical therapy world from the inside out of saying, hey, let's take this comprehensive approach and not see this person as a mass of muscles and tendons and bones, <laughs> you know, but as a fully functioning person. And I think the more of us in all fields, whether it be counseling or a cardiologist or a nutritionist or a physical therapist, the more that we can do that and see each person in front of us for who they really are and listen to them and partner with them, the, we're just going to create exponential healing in their lives. Yeah, very good. Well, Katie, thank you for doing this with me. And uh, there's a lot of good stuff in there. So I, I appreciate that. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Jason. You bet.